1: Hello, I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Today, I'm hosting Dr. Lauren J. Oliver, co-author with Bonnie Burstein of Circle Culture, Tools for Cooperative Work. I'm speaking with Lauren at her home by remote connection. Welcome, Lauren, to the
2: New Dimensions Cafe. Thank you, Justine. I'm so delighted to be here.
1: I am delighted to have you. And I know for many, many years, you have been working to guide groups with tools for effective, open, and safe dialogues that create a beloved community. And so tell us about the format you use and the magic that you've experienced in leading people to have these successful
2: dialogues. Mm. Yes. you know. In many ways, circle tools have become more and more commonly used, which is a thrill. Oftentimes, a a group will now center using a quote or a poem, often do a land acknowledgement that really connects us to the land where we're living, and helps us remember our connection with our ancestors, with the people who live here now, and with those seven generations to come. So starting with centering and then with a check-in. A check-in has become very common in groups that meet and want people to feel included, want people to feel heard, and realize that If you check in, saying your name, saying a little bit about yourself and what's up with you now, you feel part of the the circle. You feel recognized and then you're really able and ready to be present and participate more actively. So then doing work in circle, we really like to use shared leadership. We believe that leadership is every person is a leader, is able to be a leader. Not every person believes they're able to be a leader. However, when we volunteer for a leadership role, and there are several in circle, facilitator, guardian, timekeeper, we then experience that, gee, you know what, I took some leadership and I did it. I'll tell you a little story about that. In Humboldt County, I worked with some Native American people who were really, um, they were seeking recognition from the federal government, and they were also seeking to be recognized in the community where they had been mistreated. There had actually been a massacre there one woman who I was very involved with and she sat in circle with us for a while. I had asked her, I actually, I told her one time, I said, you are such a natural leader. And she said, no, no, no. I don't want to be a leader. Not me. I'm not a leader. Well, that did sound like some of the things I'd heard from, especially women, Before, who felt like, no, I'm not a leader and I don't want to be a leader. Why was that? Well, because most leadership that we see in this society is determined by what Mary Parker Follett called power over, top down. And that's a kind of leadership where someone's supposed to be the boss and tell other people what to do and supposed to know more or at least act like they know more. More and more, we realize, no, that's not what we need. We need power with. We need leadership among equals. Well, somewhere here, I have a wonderful quote that I love by Ouellette. She says, Mary Parker Follett, uh, this would be in the 1920s when she was considered the mother of modern management. She was a great leader as a woman back then. Leadership is not defined by the exercise of power, but by the capacity to increase the sense of power among those led. The most essential work of the leader is to create more leaders. So empowerment, this is what we're after in circle, and this is what good leaders do, empower others.
1: You know, your story about meeting with some indigenous people reminds me of a story that I have of a circle that I attended. It was called a speaking circle, learning how to speak, and it was a small circle And one of the young people that showed up for that was a young Pomo woman. She was from the Pomo tribe. And she spoke of the kind of deep courage it took for her to show up for that circle Mm. because her grandmother had experienced as a youngster the terrible massacre that had happened with some Pomo people in Lake County in Northern California. And so her grandmother still felt like if her granddaughter showed up for this circle, she would be killed. Her grandmother was convinced of this because of her experience as a young child. And I'm just thinking of the kind of courage it took for this young woman to show up for our circle and to share that story. And it just reminds me if she can do it, if she can show up, how can we show up? And must we also show the courage to, hey, This is a way to get together and we can do it. We can even take the courage
2: to start our own circles. That's right. Is it difficult? I don't think it's difficult, but it does take a decision. It does take intention. What I always say is talk to a pal. Talk to a friend of yours who you know you'd like to be in circle with and say, let's start a circle. Now, let's each come up with five or six names, whatever people we want to invite because we want to get to know them better. And so then set a time, maybe three weeks out, develop your little um, invitation, invite people and find it essentially originally a neutral place, maybe a, a room at the library, or, or you know, even outdoors. Now we often have meetings outdoors since COVID. So um just get together, talk with them about what you are envisioning for a circle and invite them to come together with you to get to know one another and to share what's on their minds and on their hearts and Learn a few skills for doing that ever better together to cooperate and be honest with each other.
1: Lauren, I know that your book, Circle Culture, you really help to outline all of the ways to progress and really learn how to skillfully be together. So I I want to mention that because it's so important. And another thing that I want to mention, because this is one of my pet peeves, and I know it's a peeve that will stop people from continuing to participate, and that's when you decide on the circle and decide when it's going to meet. You decide on the time it's going to begin and the time it's going to end. And if that ending time is not just sacred and it starts to get longer and longer, you're going to have members fall away. So even if a circle is really exciting and full of energy, You must end on time. Do you agree with me on that one, Lauren?
2: Yes, yes, I absolutely do. And um, one of the shared leadership roles is timekeeper. And that person needs to remind people when the time they've requested is completed. And they need to keep watching the time for the entire circle. And I say, you know, You need to leave about 20 minutes for the closing pieces, for clearing the air and for appreciations. You don't want to just end abruptly. You need to make sure you clear the air. We don't want to leave with some confusion or some misunderstanding or some sense of having a hurt feeling and not letting it go. And appreciations are so critical that we share what we enjoyed, what we loved, what we learned in this circle with people. So the timekeeper's role is a very important one. And you're right. The circle needs to end on time. That's a very important piece. I have a circle that meets. And one of the ways that we do,
1: which was introduced by one of our members, is we do a check-in and we call it stringing our pearl. So we string our pearl onto the string, and we do a check-in, and we talk about our internal weather. And then at the end, there's unstringing the pearl. We take our pearl off the string, and that is the closing piece where we give, as you speak, Lauren, about appreciation. And that's so important. And I know when you talk about appreciation, you talk about being specific. It's not just appreciation. Oh, I appreciate you so much. I'm so glad you're in my life. But oh, Lauren, I am so glad that you are in my life because you have added so much wisdom in your thoughts about how you come together in circle. And what you have learned and the stories that you tell that make it so vivid for me Mm -hmm. to understand really what your whole idea of circling is. So thank you. Thank you, Justine. Being specific makes it authentic,
2: I think. I do too. And I want, just as you wish and everyone in Circle wishes, to become our best. And often we don't always know what pearls we have. And when others can shine our pearl for us and let us see how much it has added to them, then we feel joyful and we also feel inspired to continue to use our talents to put our best out into the world and it makes our hearts bigger it makes our spirit bigger we are ready to serve and show our love and receive the love one of the things about appreciation is we often don't know how to receive appreciation mm-hmm. that's one of the skills we have to learn and is is a great benefit to us when we learn in circle when you you gave me that beautiful appreciation I said, thank you. But I tell people, Mm-mm, keep your mouth closed. Just breathe it in. Mm. Breathe it in. Because so for so many of us, the words can become a block and keep us from really hearing what has been said to us. All too often, we need to unlearn the habit of, oh, it was nothing. or no, 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 not me, I'm not as wise as you are, or, you know, we discount ourselves. This is extremely common. When you start waking up to the possibility of appreciation and its power, you'll see people all the time, especially women, will discount themselves when you give them an appreciation, and no, no, no. That's, (laughs) That's,
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: we don't need to be victims. We don't need to bring ourselves down.
1: Oh, Lauren, I want to thank you so much for being with us today on the New Dimensions Cafe. You are just a breath of fresh air. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been a great pleasure, Justine. My pleasure as well. I've been speaking with Dr. Lauren J. Oliver, co author with Bonnie Burstein. Of Circle Culture Tools for Cooperative Work. And to find out more about her work, you can go to her website, circleculture.us, circleculture.us, or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org, where you'll find over 1,800 programs in its archive. I'm Justine Willis Toms. I want to thank you for joining us at the New Dimensions Cafe, and I invite you.